When you know that you are queer, but your favorite drink is beer, that's gayish. You can bottom without stopping, but you can't stand going shopping, that's gayish. Oh, gayish, you're probably gayish. Well, life's just too short for narrow stereotypes, so it's gayish. We're also gayish. It's gayish with Mike and Kyle. Hello, everyone in the podcast universe. This is gayish. The podcast that doesn't judge a cucumber that's gone a little brown. <laughs> judge it for judge it for what? What did it do wrong? Oh, it's a metaphor. <laughs> Just right over my stupid head, I think. <laughs> uh, I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. We're here to bridge the gap between sexuality and actuality. And today, today. We're going to talk about gooning. We're going to talk about gooning. Thanks to you, Mike. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm so sorry that I'm so good at choosing topics you for the keep, quiz, for the you, for the poll. You keep winning. I, <laughs> I, I really thought I really thought I was going to lose. Just so you know. Just so you know, I did too. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> um, but first, we do have 100 words this week. So... Uh, at a certain level of Patreon, if you send in 100 words, I will say them with my mouth hole. Use my mouth. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's an, it's an underutilized benefit of, 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 of that tier. And even if you've done it before, feel free to do it again. I like it. Mm-hmm. Like, I give you consent. Yeah. You know. <laughs> assuming your checks don't bounce let's go for it uh anyway uh this week's 100 words come to comes to us from hal omara who sent it via instagram dm which that's my new favorite way to receive information here it goes hey mike kyle and Derek. my partner and i recently bought our first home together so aaron i thought this would be a great way to tell you our hide the dildo game now includes the garden shed and deck good luck love you aaron you mean the world to me this time I'm counting my words, unlike my 348-word lube story. Why did the Frenchman pressure you to smoke? Pierre pressure. <laughs> gobble, 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 gobble. Just oh a few God. more words. Your podcast is awesome. Keep up the awesome work. <laughs> what a journey that was, that Hal. Was, I, that was the word I was going to use as a journey. Wow. I don't know. I don't know what just happened, but I, thank you. Thank you, I think. <laughs> uh, if you want to send in 100 words to use my mouth hole, um, yeah, Patreon. Patreon.com slash podcast. Yep, do it. Um, feedback corrections, no. Nah. Here's the news. Yeah. Shut your mouth hole. It's time for your ear holes. News. 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 Uh, news the first. So the new Doctor Who was out. Um. Nkuti Gatwa, who was uh, one of my favorite characters in Sex Education, is now the 14th or 15th Doctor in Doctor Who. And uh, the the episode is out and people are losing their shit over apparently he like his legs are hot or something. I don't know. <laughs> his legs are hot? Yeah. Like yeah. A turkey on Thanksgiving. Like, yeah, he runs around in his underwear and or a skirt. I haven't seen it yet, so I'm just going to, I don't understand. Twitter X, I'm dead naming Twitter again, mm-hmm. it is just like, I, I don't understand. I haven't seen any pictures of his legs or like what's going on. He does have a, a like a, like a, like a, a pencil thin, like mustache that's kind of working for me. He's beautiful. But anyway, he is uh, super gay and super out 
and is super the new doctor and of course people are are a little pissed because he's queer and black and we can't have a queer black doctor there was similar bullshit when they had the first female doctor but uh yeah anyway and then no spoiler alert because i don't know what i'm saying so i can't (laughs) i i don't know how to not spoil something when i don't know what's happening but apparently um uh, David Tennant and Nkute Gatua appear on 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 screen at the same time in a thing that like changes Doctor Who precedent or tradition or something, and people are like w- w- like weirded out by that. But they're calling it by generation because apparently, okay, so there's supposed to be only like one Doctor at a time, but now there's two Doctors at the same time. It's David Tennant and and who had been the Doctor before and Nkute Gatua, and they're calling it by generation. So you see by all over the place when you're reading about the new Doctor Who. By this, <laughs> by fun. that. Yeah. By visibility, we see you. <laughs> we see both Doctors. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah, I, I don't watch Doctor Who, which is weird. I should because I'm me. It seems um, right up your alley. Yeah. Well, and and uh, boyfriend is a big fan and says that we'll we'll watch it eventually. Okay. So. But luckily, I mean, I've got like four years of Star Trek to show him before we get to it. <laughs> um, anyway, that's news. The first great uh, news. The second in a I don't know how I feel about this, Kyle, Ooh. a liberal priest minister, a liberal minister has claimed that he believes that House of Representatives speaker Mike Johnson, who has ruined my name and is a dick bag fuck face asshole candidate. Mm-hmm. Get your votes in everybody. <laughs> uh, that that he is controlled by the devil. Like oh. normally, normally that's the thing that the conservatives say about the queers, right? Like like we're we're you know controlled by the devil, the devil incarnate. This time it's like taste of your own medicine, I guess. Um, but Reverend Nathaniel Manderson has hit out at hypocrites among evangelical Christian leaders and Republican politicians. Uh, He said, quote, for many years, the evangelical church has pointed to the devil outside in the world, but the devil is the one doing the pointing. The devil is always up to the same thing, creating division through fear. He believes that the evangelical political movement is led by the devil and his followers and that Speaker Mike Johnson is the (laughs) head of that whole thing. He's the, the lead devil guy. I mean, it's about time like they've been somehow the ones that have managed to like use Christianity in politics and claim the superiority route when the, so much of the way they act is not in line with the belief of the Bible itself or with Jesus's teachings. So like, it's about time we took the Bible back and we're like, no, you're the devil. It's you. It, It is. It is weird that the right seems to believe that they have a monopoly on the definition of what is right and what is wrong. Like, yep. like they're like black and white thinking incarnate really. And if anything, that's why liberals are nice or polite. Like we believe in nuance. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's interesting to then have a least self-proclaimed liberal minister. Who's like, I'm going to do the black and white thinking thing. They're the devil. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, it's also interesting. I, I think maybe the thing that I'm most interested in about this whole story, the, the, this liberal minister also said, quote, people who loudly claim to be pure and good are more likely to actually be evil. Hmm. And I love that. I think that's absolutely true. Anybody who's interested in telling you how amazing they are, how good they are, probably isn't. Yeah, that's so true. Actions speak louder than words, man. 
Yeah. Okay. News the last. <laughs> I just I don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh. So Disney World in Florida has just had their inaugural Disney Jollywood Nights, which is an after-hours holiday-themed event at the park. And people have noticed that apparently they decided to change the words (laughs) to deck the halls so that it doesn't have the word gay in it. What? (laughs) People said... People said that that what they heard at this event was instead of Don We Now Are Gay Apparel, <laughs> they said Don We Now Are Cozy Sweaters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Now, people who are picking this apart are like, okay, Florida has their don't say gay bill and that that is all this controversy that we've been following on and off and that D- Disney is just trying not to raise the hackles of people who are too fucking stupid to know that gay has more than one definition don we now are cozy sweaters it doesn't even rhyme it doesn't rhyme well so okay to expand it the the original lyrics were don we now are gay apparel troll the ancient yuletide carol and they said it is changed to don we now are cozy sweaters i can think of nothing better (laughs) (laughs) did we really need to make that change well, and it smacks of the Flintstones theme song being changed, right? Because oh, yeah. we'll have a gay old time and like can't say that anymore. But, but I, anyway, it just and people are that sensitive. That's the other thing. Like, yeah. And how many times have you heard deck the halls in your life? And like now you're going to notice for the first time, like hear it again for the first time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. wait, it says gay. We can't I, have that. I never thought that meant like Don We Now are faggy apparel. I never <laughs> thought that's what we were talking about. <laughs> this, this this ancient carol is clearly about like jock straps and leather harnesses. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don We Now are slutty faggy apparel. <laughs> uh, people have lost their goddamn minds, Kyle, and yeah. I don't. I don't know. Anyway, that's the news. That's the news. Speaking of people who have not lost their minds, it's the people who have signed up for Patreon. Thank yeah. you to the following new Patreon members. Cristiano Araujo. <laughs> Sounds hot. Sorry. So sorry, Cristiano. <laughs> and uh, Michael Partone. Michael Parton. Like Parton. Dolly's, Dolly's son? Yes. Yep. We got, we're one step away. We're going to get that sweet, sweet Dollywood money (laughs) any day now. Um, If you want to sign up and have me fuck up your name and get episodes ad free in a day early and tons of other benefits like using Mike's mouth, go to patreon.com slash gayish podcast. Do it. Do it. All right. You want to talk about gooning? Yeah. Why are we doing this? All right. So (laughs) once a month, we put out a poll and you and I each choose topics, and then our gap bridgers vote on which one becomes an episode. Usually, second place becomes the monthly bonus episode, which that's kind of ironic now that I think about it, because it it's not the one that the Patreon folks wanted. <laughs> <laughs> well, they wanted it second most, so they they almost wanted it. Um. Uh, but, but, but yeah, I, I wanted to put gooning on there. I didn't realize that people don't know what that is. Yeah. Well, I, it'll be interesting to talk about the official definitions from, well, as official as they can get, because I had like a real specific kind of definition in my head before, 
uh, reading about this, but yeah. um, yeah. So you put in gooning. So you won yet again, you've been winning most every month, which also the, the thing we've set up, I'm going to part the kimono, Kyle. I know we haven't said that phrase in a while. Yeah. Whoever loses has the job of picking two topics for the poll, which I think we thought meant that that was like twice as likely that you would win. Mm-hmm. But it's also twice as much work. And I yeah. kind of hate it. <laughs> yeah. You have to think of two <laughs> topics instead of just one to put in there. And it hasn't been helping me. <laughs> the fact that I put in two and you put in one has not been helping me win. Right. Um, but yeah, I put in douching. So that's going to be the Patreon bonus episode for the month. I thought that was a clear winner. I thought I was like, let's take the easy route this month and just pick the winning topic. Yeah. Uh, and it was close too, right? Like, like this one, it was a squeaker. Is that a thing people say about elections? We say that we say that all the time. It was a squeaker. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah. Gooning was 44%. Douching was 38%. And bringing up the rear was poetry. <laughs> poetry, yet again. Doesn't, poetry, doesn't get a fighting chance. Poetry at the bottom where it belongs. Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, but Douching actually won the tiebreaker poll. So right. once again, like the gap bridgers are weird, weird people. Yeah. <laughs> and they have a lot of control over the contents of our show. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Let's talk about gooning. Okay. Let's do it. You're what is about gooning, the, Mike? The history of gooning or okay. just like, okay, well, I, you're going to go into like the other kinds of definitions of this. But in my mind, gooning before doing the research for the episode was just the the porn that I have seen of the dude who is jerking off and is like staring at his own dick with his mouth wide open like he might drool at any moment. Like he's just that into his dick, his own dick, like just like the jerking off is the best he's gone like he's in some kind of like weird dissociative state because that's how good the dick is i guess yeah i don't know did did you is that what you thought it was before we got rolling no before we started i thought it was doing so many poppers that while you're jerking off that then that's where you make the weird goofy faces um I, I thought it was directly connected to poppers. I thought it was getting so high on poppers while you're jerking off. Okay. Super interesting. Possibly with a friend or a buddy. And also, okay. Like that's interesting too. Cause I, I picture this as a purely solo effort. Um, it just is something that some people film, I guess. I don't, anyway, there's, uh, there's like bait world. There are sites that you can do this with other people. Wild. And some people get together. I'll talk about that a little bit on the uh, on some of my segments. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to talk to you about the history of gooning, which um, okay. m- mostly I just want to. St- I want to start with the word because I do think that it sort of sheds some light on these modern meanings of of the term. So, it is believed to have come from the word goni, uh, which is a noun from the 1580s, and it meant simpleton or stupid person. And it was a sailing term. Sailors said it about the albatross uh, and other big clumsy birds. <laughs> so it was, it was, you're real dumb, dumb, like <laughs> not a lot going on upstairs and maybe kind of clumsy. And that meaning slowly over time th- that changed into, into goon or goonie. 
And uh, so in 1921, uh, U.S. humorist Frederick J. Allen wrote a piece called The Goon and His Style. That was uh, in Harper's Monthly in uh, December of 1921. And it defines goon as a person with a heavy touch, uh, one who lacks a playful mind. And I don't understand this sentence, and I promise it's not racist, but maybe sounds like it is. I don't know. It says a goon is a person with a heavy touch as distinguished from a jigger who has a light touch. Most Germans are goons, most French jiggers. Huh. I don't know what that means. <laughs> There's a bunch of other places where the word goon pops up that don't have anything to do. Uh, they're like, they seem to be independently like that, that, that series of sounds uh, turned into words in other contexts that aren't related. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it was the name of a mythical monster in a children's story from 1904. It was the name what? of a professional wrestler in North Carolina in 1935. Like, wow, like, this has meant everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, like, but can you, can, would you go to a wrestling match between like, I don't know, the, um, the rock and the goon fight each other. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. the goons were characters in, uh, the Popeye comic strips, uh, written by us cartoonist EC Seeger. And, uh, what was the, what was the other thing that came from Popeye not too long ago that we were talking about? Oh yeah. It was something you said. So I half remember. Yeah. Oh yeah. Thanks Derek. Jeeps. Jeeps were, were something that came, came out of Popeye or was, were in Popeye. There was also uh, the most famous goon in the Popeye cartoons uh, was uh, Alice, the goon who she was dumb, dumb, and super muscular, but gentle natured. Oh. Huh. And uh, she was a sea hags assistant. I don't know. <laughs> what's, what's a rough gig? A sea hags assistant? Yeah. Hello? Sea hags office? <laughs> what's I'm, Alice. For? I'm, I'm Alice. What's it call for? Hold on. Let me patch you through. Sea hag! <laughs> it's your mom again! <laughs> what? Alice sounds kind of like Twerry the Twonk. <laughs> really? It's like I have one voice that I go to when I need to make up some kind of voice for a character. And Mickey Mouse, weirdly. Like, you, 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 yeah. um, okay, so all of the 20th century senses of the word probably came from the same place, though, which is a hired thug. So it came from 1938 in reference to... to um, <laughs> I can't say this phrase without laughing. Uh, uh, apparently in 1938, there were a bunch of, they called them beef squads. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I don't know what a beef squad is, but apparently like it was used to, to cow strikers in the Pacific Northwest in the thirties. I want to hook up with a beef squad. Yeah. Right. Beef squad me. Um, <laughs> by the 1940s, juvenile delinquents were known as goonlets, but, this this uh this this connotation that it was a somebody who is just a neck down do you know that that saying no a neck down is i'm not paying you to think i'm paying for you from the neck down oh um, that's funny but, but this this i this idea that this is a person who has no mind or their mind it, it doesn't matter that they are that they're they're a dum dum 
it seems to be like th- th- that is where the the modern sense of gooning and the masturbatory practice um, comes from. That interesting. Like, this jacking off has made you dumb. It has turned you into a neck down. Oh, so the 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 very first time that uh, I can find anyway that it appears in the modern sense in the 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 sex sense that we're talking about uh, is on a single Urban Dictionary entry, um, but uh, written by Jack and Jason. Yeah, Jack and Jason, get it, boy. <laughs> on August 18th, 2005, so okay. almost 20 years ago. Gooning, the act of a very addicted or chronic masturbator, getting so into masturbating or jacking off that the dude becomes a total goon, becomes stupid on his own cock, can think of nothing else but busting a nut. And then... The- Urban Dictionary always has like use it in a sentence yeah, yeah. type stuff. Oh, this is so disturbing. Big bro. Dude, I'm sorry. I didn't know you were jacking off. Little bro. I'm not just jacking off, bro. I'm fucking gooning on this dick. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, apparently, apparently like walked in and caught his little brother masturbating. That's like, you don't need, you don't need all of that context to get the, gonna- to illustrate the oh i'm pretending in my head like that's a fraternity big bro little bro okay same 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 thing though that it's unnecessary context like there's a backstory here jack and jason has (laughs) given some thought into the narrative involved in yeah i want the full novelization of big bro little bro yeah exactly let's call it the goonies what are their what are their motivations like (laughs) (laughs) um anyway i know that you've got a bunch of like uh uh, definitions and stuff but but that that seems to be that seems to be where it came from like after that it sort of has this low simmer on urban dictionary uh some people pick it up on reddit uh later it sort of turns into a, a community and at least one place said, though, that there was a big explosion in references to gooning and in, in, um, like in 2022 for for kind of unknown reasons, because it started being um, used in memes that a lot of memes started referencing gooning, especially straight girls huh. making memes of themselves being sexy, saying goon to me. Oh. And putting that out in the in the universe and then getting shared by these communities. So it turned into a whole a whole thing. Anyway, but, I uh, wonder if like that's the 2022. I wonder if a couple of years before that was quarantine, we all had nothing to do but masturbate for hours on end. I, maybe it was maybe it's connected. I mean, Lord, Lord knows that's what I did. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, so that's 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 the history that's that's where it came from come from so i a couple other definitions that i have one from wiktionary is uh, a form of masturbation that involves edging for a long period of time resulting in a hypnotic trance-like state great and then from what well the okay the implication there seems to be that like if you're doing it right, some magical mystical thing happens to you. Kind of. Yeah. Right? That's, I saw that a bunch that that seems to be the implication. Like there's some magic combo of behavior, action, thought process. I, it, it, it almost reminds me of, of like a uh, pup space or whatever. Right. Mm. Where they said that like, if you're doing it right, you're sort of taken over by the pup 
persona and it just is natural and freeing or whatever. It has yeah. similar, like there's some like psychological hurdle that once you're over it, like it's a new universe. Okay. That leads into a definition that Christ Fister said. <laughs> oh my God. I, I literally almost just spit all of it. <laughs> Not when I'm drinking, Kyle. While you're drinking, sorry. Sorry. Christ Fister, who moderates two subreddits dedicated to gooning, said, quote. Who else would you want? Right. This is the expert. This is the source (laughs) info right here. Quote, gooning is sort of a modernized version of tantric sex slash masturbation without the spiritual aspects that have been traditionally associated with it in the past. It's an almost hypnotic, semi-meditative mental state a person can enter after prolonged masturbation. Hmm. So yeah, there does seem to be some kind of higher level that you get to or different level or mental state that you enter into as a result of this. Yeah. So to me, the definition that I'm like... It is jerking off for so long and edging for so long that then the gooning comes into where you like make weird. You're not even mindful of what your face or noises you make, like what you're doing. So you have like, you look like, you know, goonie, like you were describing. Yeah. 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 Okay. My favorite definition is from Reddit user shabby sensei who said huff poppers and pee pee is touch, but no make cummies. (laughs) no no (laughs) Um, do you have a spreadsheet somewhere of like all the places that you found the word cummies so that you can horrify (laughs) me with it no make cummies mike no Uh, maybe never again if you keep talking like that (laughs) but yeah at least in that definition because someone on reddit asked like what is gooning when i looked at reddit for definition or Mm. for like what people were asking a lot of it was just what is the definition of gooning so mm-hmm. that was my favorite definition but at least for one other person that i saw on the internet huffing poppers doing poppers was part of the definition to them so yeah. i wasn't totally off base i think it can be but is not always other things that christ fister said are Quote, instead of powering through and jerking off 100% to orgasm, you ease off around 90% and slowly build up. When you can get to that point and can maintain it without coming, you basically stay in an orgasm state that lasts for hours instead of seconds. I've had gooning sessions where I've edged for 14 hours in a single sitting before finally coming. Okay. I mean, I kind of admire it when somebody finds their passion. (laughs) i just don't know where you find the time right right yeah it's like people that are people that are really good at overwatch or world of warcraft i'm like where do you where did you where where did you come up with the bandwidth for that yes that's so (laughs) much that's like block off my saturday give my dog to a friend to watch him for a little bit because i need to masturbate for 14 fucking hours yeah 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 well and uh, I, I did read in a couple of places about like a lot of tantric sex people will talk about like not coming for however long and uh, the powers of man guy that mm-hmm. we interviewed Joel said something similar right like you should only masturbate like maybe once a week 
but to them it's like a spiritual thing but gooners seem to have a similar like you need to save it up so it's good it's like as part of the philosophy there or at least it was in a couple of places yeah for sure although i did read somewhere that like someone asked how many times have you come in one session and like the answers were anywhere from like four to ten yeah well there's also um i was going to talk about this a little bit later but um there's also a uh a lot of gooners talk about being multi-orgasmic, like being able to have to orgasm multiple times. Mm-hmm. And it depends on whether you think the verb to come means to also ejaculate or does a non-ejaculatory orgasm count as coming? Because it, like gooners, there's a whole bunch of gooners that I read who are like, the goal is to come a whole bunch, but not ejaculate, just reach this point this point where you're like orgasm after orgasm after orgasm, but nothing comes out. Huh? Um, I've never thought about whether I, I tended to associate come with orgasm more, not stuff falls out of my dick. Oh, well, but, but that really, that's so interesting to me. I mean, like, like we even call ejaculate come, right? Yeah. Like, like I got come all over me. As you're um, saying it, I don't know if I stand by that definition though, but that's just in my mind. Like, yeah. Huh. Anyway. The, the other thing is, uh, is the connection to porn. Did you come across any of that? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, that seems to be a key point. Okay. I, I came across goon caves. Yes. Is, yes. It's so great. Like, t- say more. <laughs> you're, it's like your setup where you have like, a ton of either magazines or TVs or like laptops. It's just like your entire porn setup and you have porn going on multiple different screens all at once to help you edge and get into this, whatever state that you're supposed to get into. Yep. Yep. Oh my God, Kyle. Okay. What? Nothing. Just put a microphone in my face and I can't stop talking about shit that I shouldn't (gasps) talk about. Do it. So do you remember yeah. Yeah. So we, we dated for a while or whatever. And, um, he had like his bed and then like in, like within the, the, the wall that his bed was facing or that his, his face would face when he was laying in bed was like nine TVs. Wow. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? And I, it must've been like goon cave territory. Because yeah. like there's a whole Reddit uh, subreddit that is goon cave setups. Like people post pictures yeah. of their awesome goon caves because like they have to have like so much porn going at the same time to help them achieve this state. I don't know. Yeah, I've hooked up with guys before where we've gone and like jerked off and been like there's porn playing on the TV and the laptop. Mm, that's mm. usually the extent of it. That's usually the, the most I've experienced this, but, but not like a starship enterprise right. <laughs> <laughs> shit everywhere thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. I don't know. Okay. I'm going to say it and what? then might have you beep his name or something. Okay. I, I don't know. Anyway, this one time we we hooked up and it was all on like they were all on and then at some point i realized that one of the monitors was us and i did <gasps> not give permission for that oh no 
didn't know. I don't think it was like being streamed anywhere. And I don't know. If, I don't think he was recording. Maybe he was. I don't know. But like part of it for him was like seeing himself in the thing. Anyway. Interesting. Oh, God. God, I'm such a slut and I don't even want to admit it. <laughs> That's so violating to like not get explicit. Like I have been videotaped before as well where no one asked permission. Mm-hmm. And it's just so violating. That sucks. Yeah, it's not great. It's not great. And then I got an STI. Okay, go ahead. (laughs) What an experience you had with this guy. (laughs) Are you still together to this day? No. No. Um, I mean, me and the STI, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) He always, he lives inside me always. Um, There are some downsides. Apparently, uh, being a porn addict is an interesting, like, some people brag about it as if they're happy about it, or some people get like to self-described this. pornosexuals, right? Right. I, right. I saw that. I saw that somewhere. Um, I I did not see pornosexual. Yeah, where did I see that? But like on a post titled "I'm officially a porn addict," uh, Minimum Cycle Six wrote. Quote, literally every waking second is dedicated to gooning. I'm hopelessly addicted to Instagram goddesses to the point that I'm worshiping their very presence. They give me happiness, pleasure, and relief. Their presence allows me to forget the real world. Yeah. I mean, it's better that than ketamine, I think. I mean, (laughs) there are some worse things to... One of my friends who, like, was going through a divorce was like, I think I'm having too much sex with people. I think I'm just using it as an escape mechanism. And it was like, I mean, if you're being safe with it or as yeah. safe as you desire, better that than doing drugs or drinking too much. Or like, there's a lot of worse things you could be doing than having a bunch of sex. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Another person <laughs> said, Quote, when I first started, it was about three to four hours a day, along with my boyfriend at the time, who just introduced it as mutual edging. So it didn't seem weird. The highest dedication I've shown was at the start of quarantine, where for a week, basically, I woke up and started right away and did it all day until I fell asleep. Oh. Yeah. Okay. uh, well okay so one of my one of my one of my thoughts was i'm still surprised by or like my brain refuses to absorb the concept of gooning as being anything other than just you're by yourself like Mm. the 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 the, i'm working on adapting my internal definition to accept that you can goon with your boyfriend Mm. Yeah, I think gay dudes, it's like perfect for them because, uh, oh, this is actually leads to part of another potential, I I don't know, a potential side effect of this. Gooner Bait 2 says, the gooning ideology is pushing you forward, at least not being straight. A lot of it is just fetishizing cock. So (laughs) in this article I read, he said like many others, he's... Um, since becoming a gooner, he's opened his mind to what some may perceive as gay sexual acts. When the pandemic ends, he says he may seek one or multiple men with whom to sim- simultaneously masturbate. Wow, and I wrote okay. down that masturbation buddies are common in the gooning world. So it's it's interesting that not only could you... <laughs> we've talked before about is masturbation gay? 
Yeah. Cause you're jerking off a dick until it orgasms. And if you're a dude that like, you know, that, um, but especially if you decide to have like a friend to do it with, that's definitely part of this is the potential to have a friend or, or goon with other people. Also, you said gooning ideology, which that just makes me think of like <laughs> liberal woke gooning or something. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> These woke gooners on the left. Um, all of the quotes I got just to throw it out there was from the psychedelic science of gooning or masturbating into a trance on Mel Magazine in 2020 by Michael Stahl. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and lots of the people or most everyone that he interviewed, you mentioned like it got to Reddit eventually, like most of the people, or I think everyone was from Reddit that that they interviewed. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Reddit. Thanks, Reddit. You're the gift that keeps on giving. Yep, absolutely. (laughs) The gift that keeps on gooning. Oh, no. (laughs) Well, I want to play a game. Are you ready for a game? Okay, yeah, let's do it. Okay, I'm calling this game Gooner or Goonies. Uh, have you seen the movie, the Goonies, Kyle? I have not. You've not seen it. This, this is ideal for our purposes. Okay, great. Uh, I'm going to give you a number of quotes and you are going to tell me whether it's something that I read from a gooner on Reddit about gooning, or is it a quote from the Goonies off of imdb.com? Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. We don't know exactly why this works and we don't understand the mechanisms involved. A gooner. That was a gooner talking about this Valhalla state. And, and, <laughs> uh, okay. First, you got to do the truffle shuffle. That's from the Goonies. That is from the Goonies. That's Mouth talking about Chunk doing the truffle shuffle. That's why they call you One Eyed Willie. That's from the Goonies. Correct. That's from the Goonies. That's a pirate uh, named One Eyed Willie whose treasure they were looking for. How about. If God made it like that, you'd all be pissing in your faces. <laughs> Is that a gooner? No, that's from the Goonies. So they accidentally break the dick off of one of their mom's statues and then they glue it back on upside down so that it was pointing up. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Um, how Should about... I see this movie? Hmm? Should I watch this movie? Should you? Yeah. It's fucking epic, Kyle. Okay. Absolutely. Although I, it's older than you are, so... You know, it might not have aged as well as you have. Yeah. Oh, um, oh. <laughs> let's see. It's wet, ain't it? Drink it. Goonies. That's from the Goonies. That's mama. Uh, let's see. I recall Robin Williams doing a stand up routine and saying he looked like goofy when having an orgasm. Picture that in your head for a sec. A gooner. That is a gooner. <laughs> uh, I didn't know Robin Williams would play into this episode at all. <laughs> me neither. <laughs> Uh, let's see. It's crazy. I feel like I'm babysitting, except I'm not getting paid. Um, Goonies? That is from the Goonies. That is Steph okay. talking about taking care of all of these fucking kids. I was worried about someone thinking that this was they babysitting their dick or something. I don't know. I'm glad it was the Goonies. Mama, you've been bad. <laughs> I hope that's from the Goonies. That is from the Goonies. <laughs> okay, <laughs> great. Sloth talking about Mama Fratelli. Uh, let's see. You smell like Fizz Ed. Or P.E. You, you, you smell like P.E. Goonies. That is from the Goonies. Uh, that's Chunk talking about 
uh, sloth, I believe. Uh, let's see. You've crossed a chasm. You've entered a state in which you may feel you've done something wrong. You've violated some moral standard. Gooner. That is a gooner. Correct. Yeah. I like the dark. I love the dark, but I hate nature. I hate nature. Goonies. That's from the Goonies. That's Chunk running outside in the dark. Uh, I relate. Uh, it's your top score on pole position. <laughs> <laughs> um, Goonies. That is the Goonies. Correct. Yes. All you need is a shoebox under your bed to hide them. Oh, no. I'm really nervous that this is a Gooner. Is that your final answer? Yeah, yeah. It is a Gooner talking oh, about no. giving advice to somebody that lives in the dorm on where to put their sex toys. <laughs> oh, okay. Sex toys. That's a little bit better. I was thinking used tissues or something. Uh, get pregnant. Get pregnant. Get pregnant. Get pregnant. Get pregnant. Goonies. That is a Gooner <gasps> talking about one of his mantras for reaching the Gooner state. Wow. <laughs> What a weird, why? What an interesting, (laughs) huh? Uh, We just have a couple more. You can't think of anything else and you don't ever want to stop. Gooner. That is a gooner. Yeah. I need a couple seconds more or I might accidentally go right over the edge. A gooner. That is correct. That's a gooner. Uh, Let's see. How about never say die? Goonies? Goonies never say die, Kyle. That's absolutely true. All the people started getting sick and throwing up all over each other, and I never felt so bad in my entire life. I hope it's from the Goonies. That is from the Goonies. uh, (laughs) Chunk spilling his guts to the Fratellis. Let's see. If I'm fantasizing, the fantasy stops. Sometimes I am just blank. Sometimes I think of music. Gooner? That's a Gooner. That's it. That's it. Kyle, you did so good. You only missed two. Well done. You win. I win. What do I win? A gooning session. Great. Start now. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. oh God. Never make that face again. Yep. <laughs> um, I'm going to go to an Ask Reddit segment. Great. Let's do it. And I think I'll save for um, Patreon. I'm going to talk a little bit more about solo sexual. Okay. Because this plays into gooning a little bit. Did we do an episode about solo sexuals? I think we've talked about it before. I don't think we've done a full episode. All right. Do you know what solo sexual is? Um, it's, it's just somebody somebody who wants to fuck themselves? I don't know. Mm, not exactly. I'll tell you in the Patreon segment. Okay, great. Um, so on Reddit, like I mentioned, there were a lot of people asking what is gooning. So it seems like this is not a well-known word quite yet. Like we uh, just like when we posted, a lot of people were like, what is gooning on Patreon? So it seems like this has not reached the like mainstream vernacular. You agree? I I do. But that just makes me wonder how I heard about it. How did you hear about it? Well, okay. well, no, we can talk about personal stuff later or we can talk about it now. I don't care. Whatever. I just I I think it's because I watch a lot of videos of dudes jerking off. Mm. And so I think that that like that lends itself more closely to the subject material. Yeah. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. 
though she right. does. I think I heard about it from Sniffies. Oh, that seems like an odd place to talk about it unless like that's something you're advertising for like like now that i know that it's a social activity sometimes yeah. apparently you could be like looking for somebody to goon with here's my yeah. dick yeah yeah or you can do like uh i think it's called live play is that where you like do share video of each other it's like you can you can and i think that's what bait world helps you do is like connect with people over video to do this anyway. So yeah, I, it's interesting that I don't think this word is popular quite yet. I don't think everyone knows what it is. Um, there were also a lot of posts on Reddit about which one would you goon out to? And it was just a bunch of porn that people would post. Yeah. Um, you mentioned that someone, people would post like their own pictures, right? Yeah. 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 This is, uh, one of the more thoughtful questions though, that I found on Reddit, how would Jung explain gooning? Oh, like uh, Carl Jung. Okay, great. Yep, yep. Sorry, sorry, Mike. How would Jung explain gooning? Well, no. I, what I heard you say was young, like, like, and I thought, oh, like teenagers. This is bad. Don't. This <laughs> bad is territory. Not, yeah, don't go there, Kyle. I did say. We don't young. want to get canceled. <laughs> <laughs> I pronounced it like a. Okay. Anyway, one person responded. It's a meta obsession obsessing over obsession another way of thinking about it as an obsession or interest over that particular patterned way of thinking that is part of what inner work is about in some sense many of us come here to talk about patterns in human psychology or psychic constellations of energy why i think it gives us a false sense of control hmm hmm so it's interesting do you agree that gooning is obsessing over obsession well first i think i'll get to that i I think i think it's uh, an interesting that to say it's a false sense of control is what's so interesting to me uh, out of that whole spiel there because like if if you get good at like making your brain do the things that you want because you like them isn't that a, a real an actual a true sense of control Maybe it like makes you feel better about the world in a broader sense, like almost like meditation or therapy or things. They can make you feel better about the world, but not actually, you don't actually have control over the world. So it's, yeah. But I think perception is reality. And if it, if you're, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, I'm I'm an engineer. I think of my brain as being just like a black box and that there are instruments connected to it, my eyes and ears and other senses and that like they could be lying. I could be I could be actually in a box somewhere, just a floating brain um hallucinating all of this and it doesn't matter. That doesn't change the reality of what this is. Hmm. That doesn't change know. the reality of what this is if you were actually a brain in a floating box. I mean, I can't know that that's what I am. This is all the only thing that I know. So this is what I am and this is what I is and this is what I do. And if it turns out that I'm not, then great. I'll adjust. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. Anyway, we got philosophical on the gooning episode, Kyle. We did. Um, (laughs) Is it obsessing over obsession? I maybe it is. I don't know. Maybe that's why I'm bad at it. Like, Uh, like uh, people have made a very distinct effort to separate the concepts of gooning from edging. They're like, they're related. They might look the same to a casual observer, but that 
edging is about the physical sensation of being almost to the point of orgasm, but stopping it. Gooning is something else. They are talking about a mindset, a quasi spiritual experience. They're talking about like a, a psychological state of being. And maybe that's the difference. It's not, it's not merely a physical process, but it is, it is a, maybe obsession about obsession is the, is the, is the, is, is the missing piece there or something. Hmm. It's what do you think? Like, was that, does that speak to you at all? I, You're crazy. Well, Come on. <laughs> uh, well, I think that's my problem with this is I would be so in my head about like, one, I'm not going to spend 14 hours jerking off. So this is just not going to happen for me. So I've accepted that. But like, even if I did, I would be so in my head of like, am I there yet? Am I in the gooning state yet? Am I not? Oh, I don't think this is it. Maybe I'm like, I, I don't think I would be able to, I think my anxiety is high enough that I wouldn't be able to let go of my constant questioning of the situation. So I don't think I would let myself be able to, I think I would be obsessing over the obsession of whether I'm have reached the obsession or not. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So yeah, but I, I do see where they're coming from of for the people that actually can do this. Um, it's obsessing over this, this, you know, over almost overindulgence or over kind of commitment to masturbation edging for so long that you're you lose all faculties or lose a lot of your faculties in the process it's like yeah i could see that being obsession over obsession well and there are some people online that seem to quantify that as as uh, addiction Mm. like there's a bunch of like ex-gooner support stuff that i've read of like how did you get out of that world and why do they do that? And talk like talking about it, like as a legit addiction and they want to make it clear that it's not an addiction to porn. If they're a gooner that utilizes porn as part of their gooning, that's, it's not merely a porn addiction. It's not merely a sex addiction addiction. It is an addiction to the, that gooning state and Mm -hmm. that it's that compelling. It's that arresting. And, um, Anyway, I, I mean, if you feel good enough that it feels like you're constantly in the state of orgasm for hours, I could see why you might be upset. I could see why you might get a little bit hooked on that. Yeah. If you really can do that. I mean, there are a few things in life that create that much just spontaneous joy and pleasure. So if you could do that, like maybe that's what heaven is, Kyle. It's just one continuous orgasm after you die. But if you Not were in a state in heaven, of- by the way. Yeah. If you were in the state of continuous orgasm, would that just become your default and then it wouldn't feel good anymore? Good question. I think it only feels good because comparative to our normal everyday state, I think being hmm. in a constant state of orgasm would then you'd have to find something else to actually make you feel good again then. Hmm. Hmm. It's like drinking water when you don't have water and you finally drink water, you're like, Oh, water tastes so good. But normal day to day, when you're just drinking your regular water, you're not like water is delicious. You're just like, this is just water. You have to miss it a little bit before it tastes good. Okay. All right. I'm with you. It makes sense. Maybe there's, there's gotta be a baseball joke about gooning, gooning gone there. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's what you say to yourself, right? As you orgasm. Mm hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, the other question that I was going to mention is, is gooning a type of meditation? Oh. What do you think? Maybe. I mean, they have similarities. Like some of the, like you you achieve nirvana through yoga and and meditation. That's supposed to be this like blissful, like, and maybe not, it's not described as orgasmic, but it kind of is at the same time. Like maybe, maybe that's what it is. Maybe this is some just like, you can use your dick as a backdoor cheat code to achieving nirvana. <laughs> Who knew the answer was right in front of us this whole time. Um, one person answered bro. <laughs> um, I like that one. Uh, another person said the exact opposite. It's purely giving into an addiction, feeding the ego and silencing the actual solutions to the problems, which interesting. I, okay. I don't know that I agree with that. I think meditation, a lot of it is silencing you're not like meditation isn't solving a problem. It's not well, working through a problem and solving it. It's that's true. That's true. Are you just, are you just hiding from shit in there? Yeah. By meditating, are you just hiding? Huh? <laughs> um, and then someone else said Taoist monks would say yes, that gooning is a type of masturbation. In fact, with enough meditation, meditation, yeah, yeah go ahead. In fact, with enough quote unquote meditation, you can reach multiple O's as a male. Any practice of focus is meditation. My friends here who say it isn't may be conflicted because of guilt based on shame brought on by their ideologies from religious upbringings. Great question. In my opinion, happy meditating wink. (laughs) Oh my God, Kyle. What? We also like, I realized, sorry, I'm backing up. I uh, like, uh, I said, I said, is, is your dick a backdoor cheat code to Nirvana? You don't have to have a dick to goon. Like there are lady gooners oh. all over the place. And, yep. and like, like regardless of gender, regardless of plumbing, a gooning is apparently a thing that you can do. Yeah. I think it is a male dominated world though. I think it is more male yeah. than female. Or at least that's what I read in that male magazine article. Yeah. Yeah. But I thought it was interesting that like people who say it's not meditation, is it just the shame around sex that is it because you're doing something that involves your dick that makes it so that's why it doesn't qualify as meditation. If you are doing anything else for a long period of time and reaching a heightened state of mental clarity or whatever the fuck you get to when you goon, then you would count it. If you type a novel with your dick on the keyboard, are you still an author? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually perfect. (laughs) Um, That was my ask Reddit. All right. Personal stuff, Kyle. Yeah. That's the longest time amount of time you've jerked off continuously. I... Like five minutes. Like I don't do the, I don't not. That's a lie, but I don't go is never been over an hour. I know for sure. Never, never like had like a uh, edging thing. No. Okay. That's just not my style. Okay. What about you? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I missed a whole afternoon of work once. (laughs) I was just like, I'm, I'm going to do this. It's, it's, I don't know. It's, it's fun. 
it's also like, but I never got to this like gooning state. Like I never felt like I was having some kind of like out of body experience or whatever, but, uh, I, I definitely have spent multiple hours, like just enjoying my own naked company before. <laughs> okay. So you didn't get to gooning state, but how did it feel? How did it feel? I mean, edging is great. Like, like when you, when you finally, when you finally jizz after like however many hours, it's like way better than the five minute version, which I also do. Mm. <laughs> like, um, now you have to, you have to keep in mind, like your scheduling priorities. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, especially when I'm hung over, like hung over, like on a Saturday, n- nothing else to do, nothing going on. I'm I'm in bed and I don't want to get out of bed. That's something you can do and still be comfortable. Like, I don't know. You can still be productive and still be productive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will also say for me, no porn. Like if I'm going to have like a really oh. long self-love session, no porn. And partially it's because if I get, I can get stuck in this cycle of, looking at the next porn, looking at the next porn, looking at the next porn, like trying to find the right one or something. Mm. And then it never, nothing ever registers as being like, that's what I'm into right this second. And then I realize that like a whole bunch of time has gone by and all I've done is watched like 30 seconds of 14,000 porns. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel icky and gross and not sexy. Why does that make you feel icky and gross? Uh, mostly because it feels it feels like there's something pathological happening like that i'm like avoiding i don't know what's i don't know that's hard for me to pin down Hmm. that's hard for me to pin down interesting because that's like a lot of what jerking off is for me as well like watching like little clips of porns until i find one that i'm into yeah it's the feeling though that i never get to the one that i'm into like Mm going through a few until you're like, Oh yeah, that one's going to work. That's, that's different than what this thing is that I'm describing of just like getting stuck in this cycle that feels like I'm, I'm never going to get there. Yeah. Um, I don't know. And it it feels, it feels in a way like I'm like distracting myself or like creating a procrastination thing. Hmm. Um, it's not about, finding the right porn to turn me on enough to get me to come. It's about not finding it so that I just am not doing the dishes. <laughs> Interesting. It feels you, gross because I feel like I'm like fucking myself in a bad way. Huh? huh. Self-destructive. It's self-destructive. Interesting. Yeah. I said that I had never done this, but I've done this with other guys. I have like hung out with guys where we've just like jerked off together or like every now and then I'll blow them like, and then we keep jerking off. Like, and maybe no one comes, but like, so I've done, I've done this with, with other guys. Hmm. That's okay. the only time I, that's the longest I've jerked off continuously. Yeah. And don't like it. It's fun. Um, as long as you, you kind of have to go in with these understanding of like, what's, what's going to happen. Like yeah. it's not your normal hookup. So you kind of have to have a conversation about it ahead of time and know what you're walking into. So it is, it is prearranged though. It's like a, this is, this is, this is what I want out of our time together. And you're like, okay, sign me up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Do you think that there's anything to this gooning stuff? It's interesting because there's part of me that's like, this doesn't exist. Like this is, but 
as someone who's like clearly not the right person to be talking about this as we often are for the topics <laughs> we talk about. Um, yeah, there's clearly something to it. There's almost like a cult like group and like a, yeah, like you were talking about people who were like leaving felt like they were getting out of a cult when they were like, I finally escaped from the, from the yeah. gooning world. It seems like its own kind of interesting little pocket of the internet that yeah. I didn't really know existed until now, but yeah, yeah, I think there's clearly something to it and I don't understand it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. about you? I think this is just going to be in the category of, of like sourdough bread of like, okay. I'm pretty sure that I could do it if I was to set aside the time to figure it out and learn how to bake it. But like, I, I don't have time for that. I, I'm too lazy <laughs> to do that. So as interested as I might be in having that kind of a crazy, wild sexual experience, um, I, I just I just know that I'm not going to research it and practice it to get there. Yeah. And so doesn't matter. I don't know. Someone said, OK. Redditor Joy Junkie, I skipped over this, said, quote, it took me a long time to feel the goon. I didn't even fully believe in it for a long time. I set up a timer for three and a half hours and I just went after two hours or so. I felt the goon. So apparently it, that made me feel like, okay, other people are like, this might not actually be a real thing. And then they felt it. So like Mm. it is a thing. And yeah, I, I think as I mentioned, because of anxiety, I don't think I would get, be able to get to this place. I would just constantly be like, am I there yet? Am I there yet? How long has it been? How much I think I'd be too in my head to get there. Have you done those immersion tanks, float tanks? Have you no, done those before? That sounds horrible. It, so, uh, it sounds horrible for you. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> We've had friends do that and talk about it. And boy, that sounds like my worst nightmare. I'd be just be like, oh, cool. I have tinnitus and I just have to have tinnitus for like the next hour. Yep. Yep. Not going to goon, Kyle. You can't make me. Okay. <laughs> Nor will I. Nor but will I, am I, in, I am interested in, in knowing, like, like, write in, everybody. Let, let us know if this is something that you've tried and if, if uh, you've had success with it and what, what the experience is like if you get there. Because I, 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 w- I, want, I, want, I want to know more. <laughs> but do I? Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, did we do it? Um, I think we did as much as we could on gooning. We talked about gooning. We did, we did a whole episode so far. Yeah. So far (laughs) we almost did a full episode. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think, I think we covered it. All right. Um, so should we, should we take a break? Yeah. Let's take a break. Oh, break joke. (laughs) (laughs) This is the part where Mike and Kyle take a break. So are we back? We're back. We're back. We're going to do our gayest and straightest. We're going to do our gayest and straightest. But first, local gay bar review. Are you ready? Ooh, I'm ready. All right. This time I'm going to talk to you about the Meeting House Tavern in Chicago or Andersonville. I'm not sure if those are the same thing or not. But it was when we were in Chicago for our live show and ended up in Andersonville and I was already fucked up. So lots of my notes from that evening make no sense to me whatsoever. <laughs> I'll just read what this says and leave it at that. 
Okay. Rainbow stairs, pool and darts, and lesbians upstairs. Three dildos. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You can kind of see this is one of those where the lesbians have their own territory and... I think, yeah, I, I think I was trying to say that the lesbians and the pool and darts were all upstairs, but hmm. who, who, who knows? Who knows? Uh, we were, uh, was there with a bunch of listeners. That was fun. Uh, and I think that that's when you met up with us, actually. Yeah, that's when was I at showed that, up. At, at that one. Yep. Anyway, yep. Uh, well, our website is gayishpodcast.com. We are on socials at gayishpodcast. Our hotline, you can send us text messages or leave us voicemails is 5855-GAYISH. That's 585-542-9474. Standard rates apply. Our email is gayishpodcast at gmail.com. And our physical mailing address is post office box 19882, Seattle, Washington, 98109. And hey. 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 Remember to vote in the Dickbag Fuckface Asshole Awards. Yeah. We have... Uh, uh, just a couple more days left of voting. Um, and, uh, we would love to have you weigh in, even though I think it's too late for you to make an impact. <laughs> so that's the worst way to get people to do something, Mike. I know. Um, I know. You, you, every vote matters. Every vote is sacred. Mm-hmm. So go to our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash gayish podcast. If you want to vote or see who's in the lead. I will also say we are damn close to having 3000 people in that Facebook group. Ooh. And uh, when we reach 3000, which should be this week, I am going to um, give you a prize. <gasps> Whoever a 3000th person is gets a prize. Ooh, that's exciting. What is it? it? Or is it secret? I'll tell you later. Okay. Because I don't know what it is yet. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I figured that out while I was asking. Um, <laughs> do you want to do your gayest and straightest? Let's do our gayest and straightest. Uh, okay. Do you want me to go first or second? I'll go. Okay, um, my gayest has been watching Brad Mondo videos. You were yeah. the one that told me about him. And then he somehow showed up on my Facebook feed. And I've just been going through all his videos and watching. He does like hairdresser reacts to like bleach fails or people cutting their own hair or all these kinds of things. He's dead to me, Kyle. I know. Yeah. I I emailed him to be like, do you want to be on our show? And this was a couple of years ago. And sure we were smaller then, but we have, we have, we've, we've graduated from tens of listeners to hundreds of listeners, Kyle. Yeah. Could have been nicer instead of not responding, which that's the right thing to do. He responded (laughs) back to say no. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we should, could stand to reply to some people. I I don't know. No response (laughs) is a response grinder. That's (laughs) Um, my straightest, I think is just going grocery shopping. Whenever I go, I just feel like very domesticated and single dude and straight. Yeah. Yeah. Gays don't eat. Yeah. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Although I did go one night and it was like a Friday night or something. And there was so many gays. I felt like I was in a gay nightclub. Like, is there a schedule? Like, are we on a, like, you know, it's the, the, the gym and then brunch and then QFC. Like that's yeah. the, the, I I hit the right, the sweet spot or whatever it was for that. Cause yeah, <laughs> lots of homosexuals. Um, what about you? Well, uh, what about me? So the, uh, the straightest thing about me this week is going to the barber to get my haircut and having no opinions about what he did. I just sat down <laughs> every question he asked. I was like, I don't know, just do it. 
whatever, <laughs> whatever, whatever you want. <laughs> I feel like that's a thing that like straight guys have like no opinions about. Oh, for sure. Their appearance or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then the, uh, the gayest thing about me this week. So I uh, took the boyfriend out for his birthday. Thank you for recording gayish a night early so that we could mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we went to a thing called Teatro Zanzani, which is, um, like a Cirque du Soleil sort of thing with dinner. And, uh, there's this part of the show where this drag queen does crowd work and goes out and like makes fun of people. And, and she was like, Oh, look, this table up front here, we have some lesbians. And then pointed directly at us and said, and look at those homosexuals. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It she was saw great. you. <laughs> yep. Oh, she saw us big time. Yeah. And then and then actually, actually, she she was right. Um, we She pointed us. We both turned around like maybe the gays were behind us. <laughs> <laughs> there was nobody behind us. <laughs> oh, Mike. Oh, yeah. anyway. Uh, let's see. This week we have a listener's gayest or straightest on a voicemail, which, hey, we are suckers for free content. If you send, if you call in or send an attachment, your gayest or straightest, it will almost certainly get played. Yep. Here's this one. Hi, Mike and Kyle. This is Anna from Rochester, and I thought I would share my um, gayest and straightest for this week. So I'll start with my gayest. It was my friend Matthew's birthday this week. And he's straight, and he had this idea in which he wanted all of his best friends to douche themselves. So as a gay patriarch of my very straight friend group, I was assigned a role of the gay douching godmother. This involved emotionally prepping my friends, explaining the delicate douching procedure, and lining them up in front of a bathroom. I'm very excited to report that all five of them have douched until the water ran clean with no major injury, making me a very, very proud uh, douching godmother. I participated too, and this was also kind of my straightest this week, as this was the first time in my life that I douched, not to prepare for sex, but just for the purpose of douching, which seems to be some odd straight habit that people out there seem to have. Um, I love your podcast, and I'm sending you a lot of good energy. Uh, peace out. Wow. We did not plan that. We uh, didn't. Our, pa- our Patreon bonus episode this month is about douching. Yep. Could not have come at a better time. Thank you so much. Good call. And what an interesting little party that you had there. <laughs> yeah. 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 Huh. <laughs> uh, that's it. That is it. A special thank you to Christ Fister. My goodness. Thank that... you, Christ Fister. <laughs> what would we do good. without you? I thought I was going to die. <laughs> and also thank you to our super gap bridgers thank you to kaylee adams kit oliver andrew bugby william bryant john carley stephen portios dosal harry shaw jonathan montanias wadu forest nail patrick martin steve douglas explosive lasagna michael cubbington just jamie kevin henderson thomas b timothy sora dusty sands a coleman chris cajetorians and jerome york thank you for your support thank you for your money oh hey at gay secret santa is coming up so be ready for that if you got your gift sent out uh the zoom information is going to be on our discord that's it this has been gayish from the chris catchatorian studios i'm mike johnson i'm kyle getz until next week be butch be fabulous be you see you next week see you next week Uh, what?
I can't figure out what, um, God, what, what fucking, 